This is Christine Brown, and while I have to listen to this podcast as my motherly duty, you have the choice not to. My sons, and of course Michael, sometimes say some naughty things when they're trying to be funny, but really, they're just being stupid. You still want to listen? Go right ahead. I am not your mother. All right, should we just uh, jump right in, shall we, boys? All right. (laughs) I sound too excited, Jesus. All right, welcome to the Pages Dynasty podcast, the in-person Pages Dynasty podcast this week. We are here in New Hampshire, in the sticks of New Hampshire. Uh, This probably won't be aired at Christmas, but it is Christmas for us. So we are all together in the same room for the first time in... Oh, fucking years, I would think. And I got to say, this really drives home the point that we're all people for radio. You know, looking at how <laughs> ugly you guys I are. I don't know. I don't know. I, I, Mr. Mello has a, a face for which TV. Which I didn't know. Oh, that's, a, that's adorable. No. Yeah. I, I, I didn't it's a joke, but it's better than the fro. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like a man, man bun. It's like a man ponytail. Yeah. Little pony. I was thinking of putting it up. Look, I didn't know... I didn't know what the family was going to say. I didn't know what your parents would have, you know, I wanted to be respectful. So you came with the, uh, with the last fro. samurai look. Got it. Oh, so you can turn that into a fro if you wanted. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Yes. I, uh, I, I hate to admit it, but uh, it was recently straightened. <laughs> so, I know. Look, Los Angeles guys, you know. At least I don't support the Rams. So. <laughs> They're officially out of the playoffs, I believe, right? The Super Bowl hangover. Yeah. And I, I, this is, this has nothing to do with the Patriots, but I heard it today. It was a stat that I heard that I've already told Steven, but I, I, I need to share it with as many people as possible. So I heard a stat today, uh, for Jameis Winston and the games where he has thrown a, is his record in games where he's thrown uh, an interception on the first drive. He is four and two in those games. Wow. That oddly two makes sense. Two things. One, he's done it six times this year. Mm. Right. Enough to <laughs> track it. Two, he's got a winning record. Good for him. What about all the other times? Other times what? What's the record? I, I don't know what they're at right now. They're eight and eight. Uh, I think they're like eight and eight. Oh, okay. Maybe seven just lost. But they still have another week to go. He's got time to set this record and own it. Yeah, they're they're they're... Supremely mediocre, but right. He could he could join the thirty thirty club too. Yeah, thirty touchdowns thirty because he's I think is he leading the league in both touchdowns and interceptions. Yeah, maybe not touchdowns. I think Jackson is, but he's he's, he's, he's top three touchdowns in far and away the league. He'd be the first ever thirty yeah. thirty guy. That's impressive. <laughs> Call it thirty for thirty. <laughs> he's tied right with uh the. NFL record on pick sixes. On pick sixes in a season, yes. With did anybody know this? Yeah, as the Houston Texans did. No, you would think Eli Manning. Very close, but no. Peyton Manning. Yes. Oh, with really? six in one season. And I haven't actually looked it up which season it was, but it wouldn't surprise me if it was the one we're talking about this week or this year, because he threw two against the Patriots in the first time the Pats played the Colts. Right. One two, Tylon, one two, OTIS, Otis Smith. So, how is that debate 
um, for goat status between Peyton and Brady going these days. Yeah, if Peyton is, is tied with Jameis in any interception category all time, <laughs> gotta be a ding. That that's a black mark for sure. <laughs> uh, all right, that's all I want to talk about. But, but I mean, we'll stay in the where are the NFC South is that where the Buccaneers are? Yeah, with the mm-hmm. Atlanta Falcons going down to the ATL. Hey, we actually made it halfway through the season, boys. I, I was. I didn't think that would happen. I mean, it only took us like most of a regular NFL season, though. We got there, guys. We got there. <laughs> Round of applause. Round of applause. All right. So week, week eight, coming into the game. Pats are three and four. Falcons are three and three. So battle of mediocrity, in theory, at least at this point of the season. The um. Let's see. The Falcons will finish this season um, mired in mediocrity. They'll finish season seven and nine. Fourth in the NFC West. So when I said NFC South, you all agree with me? Fuck all of us. But in the NFC West, it's like San Fran, the Rams, Cardinals, right? Well, this is pre-2002 when they shifted everything. So we both may be right. Oh, boy. I'm not about to look it up. Can we, can we, oh, man. Am I the guy looking things up again? Because that ended very well. Why would you put Indy in the East? Yeah, why would you put Miami in the East? Yeah. Fair. So, yeah, who would it be in the, in the AFC East? Who would you put if you realign them? Patriots? Bills? Um, the Quebec? Whatever. Jets and Giants. <laughs> Jets. Either, I don't know if you want to put both New York teams in the same... Uh, and they play Division? each other all the time. Yeah, but that would be pretty cheating. Who would be the next Oh, Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah. 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 Next closest, and that would be a hell of a rivalry. Well, it wouldn't have been. Everybody in the AFC North would think so, but um, the Patriots have owned the Steelers over those years. Right. Steelers fans don't know that. Deep down they do, but they won't admit it. Think about it. They're like, oh, we'll make the playoffs, and then we'll win the first-round game, and then we'll go to New England and beat the Patriots with Duck Hodges. <laughs> and it's like, okay, <laughs> even you. you don't yeah. <laughs> quack, quack. Uh, yeah, uh, so the Falcons would win three in a row after this game. That was their longest winning streak of the, the season. But they would follow that, losing five of the last six games to finish uh, out of the playoff hunt, we'll say, to be polite. Head coach Dan Reeves. Remember Dan Reeves? Yeah. Coach for 23 years. I didn't realize he coached that long. He, he got, like, fell off the horse. What? What? And it was paralyzed? Like, oh, no. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> hey, he was skiing, Greg. And now the guy who played Superman. <laughs> I know. I was being slightly facetious. But I don't remember that guy's name. It was something Reeves. Reeves. It was, Christopher yeah. Reeves. R.I.P. They may be related. We don't know. I mean, I won't say, yeah, I'd like to force a, a Dan Reeves played retarded against the Pages, but this is his only game. So that joke doesn't really work. That would have been great, though. But his only game against Belichick was this Ever? Uh, at least when Belichick was in the Pages, yeah. Even though... Coach twenty well, three years and only is, played us once. This is kind of towards the end of the the his tenure because he did twelve years with the Broncos, four with the Giants, and then finished with seven years with the Falcons. So this was, he only coached till two thousand three. It was eighty one to two thousand three. So this was like his twilight era. He must have played Belichick when he was in the Browns, maybe. Maybe you would think, yeah. 
Um, Although NFC, or probably even maybe with the Giants when he was uh, defensive coordinator. But so they're what three years removed from their Super Bowl year. Is that right? No, 90, 98 was the Dirty Birds, where they went 14 and 2. Oh, man, I love that team. That was 98, so three years removed. Jamal Anderson. Yep. But after that, so they, so they went 14 2 that year. NFC champions made the Super Bowl, didn't win it. Who did they get rocked by? Somebody. Broncos, yep. That was bad. Um, wait, no, it was, it was 49ers. No, never mind. I'm thinking of somebody else. Right, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Sign up. Um, yeah. So in fourteen and two, uh, that year ninety eight, ninety nine, their their Super Bowl hangover lasted uh, one, two, three, three years. And they went five and eleven, four and twelve, and then this year was seven and nine. Before they went, wow! Nine so the Super Bowl, the five wins. Yeah, That's and then bad. four wins the year after. Oof. Well, I mean, I literally recognize nobody on this team. I have in my notes here. I don't recognize anybody. Oh shit, Algie Crumpler, and then who? I spotted Mike Vick on the sidelines. Like that's literally how my thought process went. There were a couple of defenders Sean that Jefferson. were pretty nasty. I knew nobody. Keith Brooking. Keith Brooking. I recognize his name, but I didn't realize how he was good a he beast, actually was. Man. I mean, he was like the Erlacher type, not just because he's white. Thank you, Greg. I know you're gonna say that. <laughs> <laughs> He also reminds me a lot of Sean Lee. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, he was pretty decent. I mean, there's a couple of good guys in there, right? Yeah, so I had um, – he was the only pro bowler on defense. Keeper. He had 125 tackles that year, three and a half sacks, two picks, two fumble recoveries. Like, the guy was an absolute he – w- I think he basically was the defense. He was a bit of a Sean Lee as the defense – as he goes, the defense goes. Um, maybe without the injury problems. Uh, other big names I had were Ray Buchanan, yep. cornerback. Mm, I remember him. Yep. He was. Uh, was he number twenty-four? I forgot to look it up before this, but we're just going to assume he was because you know all the best cornerbacks were twenty-four. Exactly. Right, Greg. That's right. Science. Ashley Ambrose. Actually I remember him team. Too. Well, they both they they co-led the team with five picks. Um, and then Patrick Kearney. Yep. Was the uh. Defensive end who led the team with 12 sacks. I kind of I don't remember, remember him. him. He was pretty good. Literally, no, these guys. Maybe Ray Buchanan. That's it. I remember Ashley Ambrose. I don't and remember Patrick Curry. There was nobody else. Wait a minute. Offense. Sean Jefferson, guys. Sean Jefferson? Dude, that was like the Vincent Brisby days. Wasn't oh, it? Oh, yeah. Yeah, he was playing opposite him. The old it was, 2 and 84, I yeah. That's the same and, uh, guy. That was the same general guy. vicinity. Yeah, yeah same guy. Yeah, because he played for the Patriots. It was 96. 96 to 99. Yep. Before that, he was a Charger. So got such a generic name, I didn't even put two and two together. <laughs> well, did you know there's a Sean, the guy on LSU right now, Sean Jefferson Jr.? Is it his son? Not his son. <laughs> <laughs> not related at all. <laughs> I got so excited when I was watching them play, and then I looked it up, and I'm like, well, eh. just not related. That's kind of like we talked about Jim Mora. Earlier, yeah, yeah. The, not sure if that's like the the later Jim Morris son or not. I think we just kind of assumed that they were it that is. they were just named the same, but we never actually put I together. I think it might be. Didn't we figure that out? <laughs> nope. I don't know where my phone is, or else I would uh, go down the Google rabbit hole. Not not in the moment we didn't. <laughs> okay. uh, but yeah, so offensive players, uh, Chris Chandler, who 
Led the team in fumble recoveries with four. Cool. Pretty great. Uh, also, uh, not as great since they were his own fumbles, which he also led the team in with eight. <laughs> eight is not bad. It's only one every yeah, other game. It's all right. Achilles Smith style. He's pretty, uh, a pretty stationary guy. <laughs> um, but he actually went, uh, he went six and eight. But I remember there was some stat in the game. I think I wrote it down. Of his win loss record when he actually finished the game was really good. He just didn't often finish games. Oh yeah. Something about he's always injured. Yeah, like constantly injured. This is the quarterback we're talking about, right? Yeah. Again, super yes. super no <laughs> name generic. Dude, he went to a Super Bowl. So forget it. Started in a Super Bowl. Uh yeah, I didn't write that. He also threw three interceptions. <laughs> in the Besides the point. Uh, but yeah, he had uh, 2,800 yards, 16 touchdowns, 14 picks. Uh, but the bigger story of quarterback for the Falcons this year was their first overall draft pick, rookie Michael Vick. Was he number one Michael overall? Vick. Number one overall. Yeah, I didn't know. Wait, when did yeah. he start going by Mike Vick? I don't know. Was that a thing? Or? Well, I mean, we're, we're pretty uh, early. No, well, well, I think it just in this podcast in general, we, we tend to use full names. So I'm going to call him Michael Vick. Okay. But he was Mike, uh, like right? I call you Michael Mello. Yes. Yeah, Michael Mello. It's a beautiful name. He but, did start, I think it was after prison, maybe. Maybe that was his prison name. So I go by Mike Vick. <laughs> was it? I am I curious when that switch happened. Because he was Mike, and then he made a statement where he wanted to be known as Michael. The like, respectable. I think it was when he was like hanging out with. Oh, so he went from Mike to Michael, not the other yeah, way around? Oh, yeah, I thought I it was the other so. way around. I think so. Maybe I'm like wrong. Mike. I don't know. I mean, you'd think if you wanted more respectable, you'd go to Michael. Michael you would yeah, think, think, yeah, so. you want the full. I mean, he's being coached up by like one of them, like you know, non Tony Dungy. Yeah. <laughs> I, I imagine the the Google results for uh, Mike Vick were probably not in his favor. So maybe he's like, you know what? I'm a change like, man. The internet works. That's right? true. That's <laughs> so so he put a whole bunch of SEO effort into Michael Vick, yeah. and then they just like made the switch. PR 101, baby. Nobody will remember if I just slightly tweak. PR 101. What? You start fresh. Huh? Remember what? Woof woof. What, what are you What are you talking about? <laughs> I think his what? nickname was Big Dog, maybe something like that. Is that what we're talking about? Uh, I think I'm missing something. Wow. Yeah, I don't know. I guess I missed all <laughs> that. I'm just trying to play at PC so it doesn't get fired later. <laughs> For the record, I don't condone whatever you guys are talking about. <laughs> you never do. <laughs> okay, we got Jonas Gray to condone it. <laughs> so, at wide receiver, they had four guys who seemed to be carving copies of each other. They had four guys with just about 500 yards receiving, uh, which is hugely mediocre. Uh, Terrence Mathis, who I recognize the name but couldn't pick his face out of a lineup. Tony Martin, the aforementioned Sean Jefferson, and assuming he's Greg's favorite, Brian Finneran, because of the color of his skin. Wow. See, come on, man. See that? I mean, I don't know. Is this what we're doing? Yeah. Is this what we're doing? I mean, well, I, I'm the college failure, so I, I figured we'd just start something. About Gregory, how about he's the racist of the group? You do, <laughs> you do have a degree, Andy. Don't put yourself down. I do. But you know what my favorite joke is when it gets cold like this, now that you guys are, are here in New Hampshire? Is when it gets down, if I turn on my car and it says it's, it's zero degrees Fahrenheit, I'll text my wife and I'll say, you know what uh, the, the, the weather today, my time at Penn State have in common? Zero degrees. <laughs> wow. You didn't even laugh at the first time, which is why I keep sending it. 
<laughs> Persistence is key, Andy, for sure. That's what yeah, I was saying. Until yeah. you get to zero degrees. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's the opposite, actually. Well, if I'm a racist, Steve touches kids. <laughs> I also don't condone any of this. <laughs> I didn't go to Penn State. Andy did. And I apologize for God insinuating that you might have enabled his behavior. I assume you didn't know that that was going on, Andy. Uh, I was not on a first-name basis with any of the uh, the Penn State coaching staff. At all? No, no. Just What about the uh, <laughs> yeah, hot, hot take? He didn't even do it. I'm going to put that out there. <laughs> Who didn't do it? Dandosky. Oh, yeah. Oh, Why don't you wow. read the transcript, transcripts, bro? All right. Go into this. Yeah. Yeah, is the phone call perfect? Dude, they're, they're <laughs> key witness. He's all over the place. He's a kid. One day remembers this what thing. He remembers that thing. No one actually saw anything. <laughs> well, some people did. This, they were just part. children. <laughs> yeah. For the record, you didn't see anything. Did I, I did not see anything, no. Okay. No. That's a that's a red hot thing. Yeah, I did read an article that said that, but I don't know enough about there it. Were so, yeah, there were some apologists yeah. at yeah, the time. Now, he's going to edit whatever you just said. Just just leave leave yeah. oh, no, I'm, I'm just going to yeah. clip out the pieces that I like and save it for later. <laughs> that's that's going to be the, the teaser for the podcast, which is Greg saying. Sandusky's <laughs> <laughs> innocent. The article, so. I mean, that's PR 101. Just a little sound clip. Greg, Jerry Sandusky, not guilty. <laughs> podcast to find out more the witness is all over the place <laughs> you don't like your job right Greg <laughs> uh, speaking of no, I, I can't even uh, I can't tie that in we're just going to talk about the running backs um, Maurice <laughs> you were going to try that I was, I was saying speaking of kitty touchers or something but Algie <laughs> <laughs> <Allergy> Crumpler <laughs> that's actually not bad Steve alright we'll Let's go tie that one <laughs> Yeah, that's pretty good. Uh, all right, yeah, Algie, Cump- Algie Crumpler, who, yeah, Crumpler, apparently. Look a year. I feel like he's ancient. Yeah. He yeah. played with the Pats eventually, didn't he? Yes. He did, yeah. Uh, oh, you're recently. right. Yep. Well, like, that's four or five years, I think. 2010. 2010, that's yeah. Relatively recent. <laughs> 10 years ago. <laughs> yeah, fuck. It's the middle of the dynasty. We'll get but there like, eventually. That was when he was like on his way out, though. When we had Algie Crumpler, he was pretty much done. That was his last season. And this was his rookie season, which means Brady was already a year older than him. Fuck. That's what struck me. I was like, well, let's see. Um, Algie Crumpler. I've been there forever, you know. Algie Crumpler's 42. It's his, it's his birthday today. He was born December 23rd, 1977. Happy birthday, Algie. This Algie. is going out to Algie Crumpler. Yeah, happy this, birthday. We're, we're going to dedicate this to him. I'm sure he'll love Fantastic. it. Fantastic. guy. I met him once. <laughs> I got it. No. It's stupid. I thought somebody should have a story there. <laughs> no, that was, just, that was just a fun guy joke. Um, well, well, he's the only guy I recognize the Falcons team from 2001, if that yeah. makes him feel good. Um, they were talking about his, like, 40 speed, though. And I, I don't know if – to me, it sounded like they were like, man, he's athletic, he's huge, he's, he ran a 4.92. Yeah. <laughs> like, what the hell? I'm looking at it, and it's like, like this year's class, like 2019, like Noah Fant ran, like, a 4.5. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, like, I was going to ask. 4.65. So what are they talking about? And he's not known for being fast. Right. Yeah. Right. That's a different era. Well, yeah, yeah it is, that, that was yeah, fast in the tight end. Of, yeah, and I don't want to spoil the fourth quarter, but when like Mike Vick was in there and he just looked like today's speed versus all of you know people super slow, <laughs> yeah, gigantic, right, right. 
wearing those huge shoulder pads and just lumbering around. And Mike Vick was just. Oh, it was like a video game, though, because you're right. Yeah. He is like comparable to today. Bass, yeah. But no one else was caught up yeah. to him. This is like when you bought Madden this year and you weren't allowed to play as the Falcons because it was cheating. Yeah, yeah he was. You just it was the couldn't worst. do it. Yeah. yeah. But it was fair because it was actually like that. I yeah. Know, oh, yeah. No, it, it was perfectly yeah. accurate. It was just unfair to play as him. This year, he's the same. Same thing, idea. So. Oh, yeah. 100%. Yeah. Not as fast, but I thought he's shifty. Like a 94 he's like so that. quick, though. Yeah, he's shifty. Yep. Yeah, I think he's quicker than Vic, but not straight line fast. Correct. Yeah, yeah. I would agree. Yeah. Yeah. Like breakaways, because that was Vic. Is like you get him on a straight line, and he's just like, yeah, it doesn't matter what angle. You watching like, Vic run, I thought with the ease that he does it is like watching um, Randy Moss just outrun yeah. like Randy Moss yeah. throwing up his hand Similar when he's athlete. like ten yards in front of the, the defensive back, knowing he's going to beat him. But he doesn't look like he's trying. He's just like jogging past the guy, and the guy's yeah, he's putting his whole effort into it. I mean, it was fun watching him, too, because part of the, like, you know, dog stuff aside. <laughs> All right. Um, but just for, Way to cover your bases. You know, we'll I, up. It was we'll fun watching up. him play, but, like, it was a shame that he was always hurt because, I mean, he had great vision, too. He'd be juking and running all over the place, but always ended with, like, him breaking a leg or something. So... It would have been fun to kind of see where that would have gone. But, I mean, Mahomes is kind of in that territory. So, Yeah, that's what I've been been saying this about all all those mobile quarterbacks, like since RG3 and that knee injury that he had. Like every – it seems like they light the league on fire until that happens. In the last game, um, they're managing him. They're also kind of like – running decoys everywhere so i mean it might not work the second year but still feel like i mean every game really? that you watch no. yeah if you if you look at it you there's at least one hit a game you're like shit i'm glad my quarterback's not taking that hit he's taking uh, it just dishes. Yeah, more quarterbacks are to get that hit though just sitting in the pocket you know it's not the same i don't think though Mike Vick took yeah. some hits in this game. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, I mean, I, I guess we'll touch on that. Actually, all of, all the Falcons quarterbacks. Dude. Gonna, yeah, gonna, so let's get in the, let's get in the game. Can we do no one more on the roster? Todd yeah, McClure? Yeah. Same guy from The no. Simpsons. You may remember. Can't be. <laughs> you may remember me from such films. as What's that guy's uh, name? Like Hank Azaria or something like that. Oh, that's the guy, the actor that does the voice. <laughs> Isn't it like Randy McClure? It's something Troy McClure. McClure. Troy McClure, yes, 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 yes. is the guy. Oh, man. I thought, you're asking, I, that, I, thought you, the, I thought there was his real name, and he went from the Falcons to the Simpsons. <laughs> <You might> have. <laughs> that's a hot take, I think. I'm not sure. Can somebody Google that? Um, <laughs> what's older, the Simpsons or Tom Brady's Dynasty? The Simpsons have been around for like 40 years. Yeah, just, they're just in season 30. Um, Jay Feely, guys. The old Dolphins kicker. I did have him on the list. Yeah. Yeah. I had kicker, okay. Jay Feely. Three three players. Or was. Something. Sure. Mm. I did I did no research. Wasn't he uh eventually an Eagles yeah. great? Oh he may have been, yeah. one of the I, I did I I'm not gonna lie, I did no research on Jay Feely. Well, okay. Chris Moore ended up being an actor slash comedian after. Did oh, he? Yeah. Fantastic. Oh, it's Jay Moore. <laughs> <laughs> All right, before we get to game, though, I want to talk about um, the week leading up to this because I think this was when the Terry Glenn shit came to a head because literally every every uh, Boston Globe sports section this week leading up to the game was all about basically Terry Glenn. Uh, he was fined for not practicing 
on like the day after the the, the previous week's game. Well, it was kind of like, uh, LeBron last year in the finals, maybe maybe the year before, but when he's like he loses the game and he comes to the thing with a uh, cast on his wrist, and there's a video of him doing push-ups in the locker room before the game. It's like, dude, <laughs> for real? Yeah, it feels that way. Um, but there's actually a an article on the Wednesday about um, Sean Jefferson talking about Terry Glenn. He was obviously they overlapped. And Sean was saying he loves Terry Glenn like a brother and he tried to mentor him when they played together. So he said, uh, Jefferson wanted to show his support, he said. And that meant telling Glenn, get your butt to camp. There are guys depending on you. Screw what the media or what Bill Belichick think. Get back out there for your teammates. That's fair. It is. It's, it's, said, it's happen, not a money thing. It's not a Belichick it's how Belichick handled things. That is true. So I don't know what went. He's a little bit of a miser. So <laughs> he is. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, he probably sucks to play for, right? And if you don't, this is 2001. So if you don't have the clout of of one all these yeah. championships, and you're true. a player, one shit, man, like you got fired and treat me like dog shit. Run. What What makes you think you can do that? Like he didn't yeah. have the respect at this point, you know. Well, and I, oh, by the time this airs, it might not be a big deal, but Antonio Brown, <laughs> that guy, he's now getting it from like celebrity, you know, yeah. say, hey, step away from social media, take a break, man, clear your, but, uh, but he isn't. Hopefully it doesn't end the way that Terry Brown, but he, uh, he's an album, yeah. I mean, uh, no, no more white women yes. in 2020. Yes. He's making all the right decisions. Um, <laughs> I'm doing the same. No more white women. 2020. They include my white woman. Does she know about this? I got to get ahead of this racism. Did Terry Glenn ever play another snap after this? Oh, yeah. Yeah, he played the Cowboys. played for the Cowboys for a bunch of years. Oh, shit. And then with Bledsoe. Bledsoe. And Parcells. All right, so Terry Glenn being a little bitch. Will McGinnis is healthy again. Uh, I think the only reason I put that in there is because just to mention the fact that he wore a t-shirt that said silent, but violent. Yeah. That one. Oh, we're going to make that. We're going to sell those fuckers on this. On Patriots dynasty website. Oh, hell yeah. Well, we should make it hashtag silent, silent, you know, I mean, silent, but violent back in 2001 for me was talking about fun. Yeah, definitely. No. Oh, what? Cause you were like 15 years old. Yeah. Well, silent but deadly. Well, I was old now, but yeah, thanks for being generous. <laughs> very charitable, very Christmassy of you. Especially as a hashtag these days. Silent but violent, why not? That's, that's some assassin uh, shit. Get, where's, where's the silent coming from? Because uh, he doesn't talk much. Even though he does it for a living now. Hey-o! Yeah, ironically, now he's doing post-game. Yeah, right. Which is pretty yeah, he's, he's decent. Steve Smith is a lot Man, he, no, but he is like... He's off the cuff, man. Like he doesn't care. Yeah, he said <laughs> they were talking about uh, I don't know someone not throwing open receivers, and he's like, "You got to throw the ball when he's butthole naked." <laughs> oh, oh, I saw that. Yeah, <laughs> it doesn't even make sense. <laughs> I think he tries. Oh, thank you. Does it even make sense? Butthole naked? No, butt naked. Yeah, does. I don't understand what he meant. I just like that he said it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I get it. I get it. You're 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 so naked that you can bend over and spread your cheeks so people see your butthole. But why did he say that? Because <laughs> you gotta be you gotta be that open. You, 
You gotta throw him the, the ball when he's so naked that he can bend over, spread his butt cheeks, and you can see his brown eye. Come on. So think about this. No, here you go. Think about this. When, how, how away from other people do you have to be to be that comfortable to be naked enough to bend over and spread yeah, you your cheeks? You could do that in a, in a crowd. No problem. Right. In the middle of the stadium. You could. You fucking kitty toucher, but I don't know if I could. Hey, maybe that's what he meant. Can we call him up? I think Michael Jackson is that right. Remember, he used to kiss buttholes. No, he was. Wait, 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 wait. Sully the man's name. Yeah, I don't <laughs> think it was like touching buttholes. Yes, it was, dude. Kissing it. It's in the documentary. Wait, is this another hot take, Mike? I don't know. Did you read an article that said Michael Jackson I didn't, didn't do it? I think I did. I can't confirm or deny. Look, I just know. I don't think he's doing No, he was. There was two separate children that had uh, the same story of uh, him. He would pull their butt cheeks apart and kiss them on the butt. What's All right. in the documentary? I'm going on record. You cannot call me the kid diddler when both of these guys, Greg defended Jerry Sandusky and Mike's over here <laughs> loving Michael Jackson. <laughs> I think. I don't think he was kissing buttholes. <laughs> Bill Cosby is guilty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's a piece of shit. Um, but yeah, Michael Jackson, I'm not, a, I'm not a big fan of that, man. Um, and I think he did it. I just don't think he was kissing buttholes. But maybe he was. I didn't watch a documentary. I could be... Uh, this is when we need a stat guy. Turn here. <laughs> yeah. Stat guy. Google, Google Michael Jackson butthole kissing. <laughs> just make sure you're in incognito mode. <laughs> incognito. Google that shit. 100% not Google yeah, that on yeah, our computer. Like incognito VPNs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's rough. Regardless, Michael Jackson... Piece of shit? Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. Mike Jackson. Mike Jackson. He's trying to rehab his energy. Trying to segue here, you motherfuckers. Speaking of buttholes. Okay. Dan Neal, the offensive lineman for the uh, Denver Broncos the week before, who broke Brian Cox's mm-hmm. leg. He's a butthole. But did you hear what? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> good segue, Andy. <laughs> Pretty good segue. You like that? Yeah, I like it. Um, yeah, but he was fined uh, for his block on Brian, his illegal block on Brian Cox that these commentators in this game actually, I, I, the game, our, our feed started a little late, so you didn't actually get to catch the first half, first few drives. So I don't know who they were. I just know they were fucking terrible. Their commentators. Oh, I like them. I like the but commentators. They were well. They were defending, of course, the chop block. Well, that dude, was maybe one. But they're also calling out Terry Glenn for being a biggity biggity bitch. We they're were. like, they're like, I don't care, dude. Terry Glenn. They're they're pulling the old uh, Sean Jefferson line. Say get the fuck out there. Your team. They were. Yeah, but they were defending the chop block, which is like the most illegal thing to yeah, an offensive lineman hey, can possibly do. Hey, think about this. No intent. Andy, think about this. If one of the Patriots players did it, you would defend them. Not if it was a chop yeah, block. No. Andy, Andy. You'd be like, dude, it wasn't yeah, there. Homer. Partially engaged. <laughs> right? That's not what the chop block was. I'm just saying, Andy, you spin zone everything. You do. Positive. Yeah. I'll spin zone a lot of things. Well, I'm sorry. I'm a fan. Go fuck me, right? <laughs> hey, Jesus. Do you, do, you know what fanish, do you know what fan is short for? Fucking fanatic. I'm sorry that I'm fanatically... Fanatically inclined. Uh, 
they also had a good point where Troy Brown should have let a punt bounce into the end zone and fair caught it on like the three yard line. And they're like, why are you fair catching that? And I was like, they're right. They were right. Eh. I agree. No, that, that was after the chop block. So everything they said was wrong to me. Yeah, but, so yeah, I will not agree with that. Ryan Cox basically was like, I'm going to murder that guy next time I see yes. him and destroy like his family or whatever he said. But then he came out and apologized for that growth, my friend. So, well, no, I, I have apologizes in quotes. Uh, cause he said, I need to apologize because in my frustration, I told him I was going to blow out his knee. I don't want to see anybody injured in that capacity. They have children and other people they'll talk, they're taking care of. Dude, they compared oh. Terry Glenn to a 12 year old, but, and said he was worse than Ryan Lee. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. That's, that's awesome. So Brian Cox probably deserved it. I'm trying to get to the, I'm trying to get the mile out here because I want to, yeah, isn't Brian Cox yes. a dirty player? Yeah. He, he, was like, he wasn't uh, not dirty. Not, not, like, not <laughs> as bad as Romanowski, but like similar. He was very fiery. I mean, he was, he was good for us, but... Uh, you hate so, him when he's on the Jets, for sure. Was right, so was, was Rodney Harrison dirty? Yes. 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 Yeah. Okay, then. Then yes, Brian Cox. He was as dirty as Rodney Harrison, I think. But the comment that he was apologizing for, which we didn't actually touch on last week, because you're too busy shitting on me, was... Wait, were we? Oh, 100%. Uh, we, 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 I was just agreeing <laughs> with Michael. Yeah, some fine points. I was saying, I think we needed a rapport episode, and that's just what happened. A rapport. <laughs> <laughs> At my expense, I love it. But yeah, so we did actually touch on Brian Cox's comments after the game was, to be honest, I don't care if it takes the rest of my career. If I ever play that guy again, he's going to have a blown out knee, and I don't care who knows it, because he yeah, just does that sort Brian of Cox expletive right all the time, Cox said. His voice alone growled. Ooh. He cuts yeah, me like, like that, that, and then has the expletive yeah. audacity to ask me if I'm right. Uh, if I ask me if I'm all right. No, I'm not expletive all right. Fucking right. Fucking yes. all right. I'm not going to put right, words right. in his mouth. I that, like that. That's what the Boston Globe reported. He's still dirty, but I like that. I like that yeah. statement. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, so he kind of walked it back, but not really. But then we lost him for the year, right? That was it. Yeah, broken leg. I don't remember. Yeah. I don't remember it. him playing again. You know who I don't remember playing this year, who I keep seeing all the time, is Matt Stevens, a safety. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. I don't remember him at all. Well, I do because he was white. <laughs> <laughs> like, no white guys on the defense. And then all of a sudden, we're, we're eight here. weeks Fair. in, and he keeps popping up. And I'm liar. like, I was like, we're eight weeks in. I was like, I don't remember this guy at all. Yeah, I don't remember him at all either. He was like one of our best safeties for a while. Because I don't remember him no. at all. I haven't seen him was make he like Super Bowl MVP. Yes, Mike. Yes, he was. <laughs> though, don't worry. <laughs> Is he in the Hall of Fame? Mikey's intentionally <laughs> derailing our conversations. Is he in the Hall of Fame? I mean, we have done two minutes on Matt Stevens. No, he's the guy that. Remember that uh, last week? Remember, like, he receiver went yep. down, like, uh, he jumped, yeah. the guy. Oh, no, he hasn't been good. So, don't so be surprised if he's just benched. Yeah, so my guess is he's not hurt. He's, he got Lee Johnson to be my guess. Well, he's a third safety, so he, he comes on in those, like, sub packages. Yeah, I think so. Who's your second safety? Yeah. He, he was a starter. I remember watching the. Who's first your second safety? safety? It says Lawyer Malloy and Tabaki Jones oh, yeah. playing okay. safety. There was yeah, starters, but at the beginning of the year, in the week one, he was a starter. So he was your nickel safety. Nickel safety. How does that work? Week one, he was the he was well when they when they. I think he was starting like, earlier, nickel, yeah. but I think he was. This is where he starts getting phased out. Yeah, he's just listed as defensive back, yeah, okay. so maybe yeah, he played a little bit of both. Yeah. Well, 
That's generous, but okay. We should probably talk about this game, huh? I was trying, but you guys like turned on me over there. All so. right, talk to me. What what jumped out of you about this game? Things first, um, you know, uh, I will say that it was a poor start for the Falcons. That's yeah. not going to stuck out of me. Um, I have here that the first three Falcon drives netted, I think it was negative seven yards. Yeah, I had negative six so okay. in the ballpark. Yeah, so that was pretty crazy. And, like, the defense was, like, balls out, like, pads D. Game. Oh god! I don't yeah. think we've uh, necessarily seen that before. The commentators were touching on it too. How they had, instead of sitting back in in like zone coverage and stuff like that, they were actually playing a lot more man, blitzing a lot more from spots that the Falcons weren't expecting it. Uh, the commentators actually showed the uh, defense rolling from like a cover two to a cover one late, which you kind of see a lot more recently now with with this 2019 defense, where they they're hiding something. Or even last year's Super Bowl, they had kind of almost two calls where you see. The one look, you shift late to that second look. Um, so they're doing a lot of like cover two to cover one on run plays. So you have that extra guy in the box, and the Falcons just had no fucking it's things to going do on. when the Falcons are pumping in crowd noise too. You know, ooh, right, that is yeah. true. But what a tactic! I mean, I wish the Pats would have thought of that. Maybe they did. <laughs> but uh, Chris Chandler, if only they played in the zone, oh, that's in a dome. Really. Um, Chris Chandler at the, at the end of the game too was like saying that they were flipping between three, four and four, three, which I think that was the start of that too, um, where he, he was basically like, no one does this and they own that all year. Yeah. Uh, so it was interesting. I mean, I point to like bring all that up mid season when you're like sort of, Hey, we, we can do this. You got a game plan for everything. Yeah. It felt like it was, I mean, nowadays it, it seems more pronounced, but the, those first, four, six weeks of the season are almost like an extended preseason for the Patriots where they're still kind of getting everybody on the same page. Um, and then once you start getting in the middle of the season, they, they actually start doing some more interesting things like that because everybody's on the same page and there's so much communication that goes on, especially with the offense as well, I think, nowadays with the way Brady runs things. But the defense especially, that they're all kind of – they all have to be on the same page. They all have to know what the looks are. And they, I think they're um, – their responsibilities shift a lot, like even during the play. I remember, yeah, I remember um, Gilmore. We thought he was a bust when he first started. Oh, we were like, so missing assignments. Yeah. Everyone was shitting on him hard. But even a couple of weeks ago, I remember seeing um, some replay of, I don't even remember what kind of play it was. I think it was against the, the Cowboys where the Cowboys sent a guy in motion and they were trying to do something like moving everything to one side. But because of the like, as the motion was happening, the the two linebackers were were literally like in real time switching off responsibilities because of the the I'm assuming because the the offensive play had shifted to where the like that needed to happen. But they did it like instantaneously with no conversation happening, no like talking. They just knew that as soon as this guy moved over here, the entire like defensive responsibilities for everybody to change and so like everything just kind of shifted and Dak Prescott had like he thought he had something and completely mm-hmm. didn't because like every so I think there's a lot of that sort of stuff happening and I think once you get to like you know week eight against uh, even what was supposed to be a, an explosive Falcons team all of a sudden you see that all start to click a little bit because they've actually had all this time together well, to, to, and that's a good point though like when you bring a guy in like Gilmore because he had all off season to like get acclimated and whatever it was a disaster and obviously he's amazing now beginning, and doing yeah. his thing but you think that because 
the first Belichick year with the Pats, it was like all like rookies and new guys. And like, it was kind of this young mess. Then they yep. brought in all of these like older guys. So how do you think that like they right. got it to gel that quickly, like by missing where people are just kind of doing. Well, I think it's, that's why they brought in the older guys is that you, they know enough about like because if if you have the the technique yeah they they get they know the be technique. a dummy yeah but Gilmore was like a vet at that time yeah but if you have those young guys like they they're still learning you know the speed of the NFL and like yeah. just everything about the new system whereas the guys that have been the league because I mean you talked about this at the beginning of this this um the season where uh they they didn't just bring in vets they brought in guys who've been in the league for like 12, 15 years so they knew like the ins and outs of like football on Sundays. So it was a matter of just like making sure they're all on the same page, I think, more than anything. So you think Gilmore's problem was just that maybe he hadn't been exposed to something like that and everybody else on, on the team did? It's sort of seamless when like he wasn't there and then when he joined, like it, was, it just took a long time to kind of get used to that whole – because he had played five years. I yeah, I mean, probably, they probably just stuck him in man in Buffalo and we're like, hey, just do whatever. Yeah, cover this guy. Here, and they're like, all right, you're sitting yeah. Man, it's man, but so but if this guy does this, you have to you have to recognize this, and yeah, now you two are responsible like to switch off and that sort of stuff. And <laughs> that's fair, that's true. He's still being there's a Pro Bowl, but yeah, he was just that good, which we're seeing now. Right, and I, I also to cap this, but like the whole Malcolm Butler thing, and we were like, hey, which guy? Did, like, why don't they give him the contract? Why are they bringing this guy in? Well, now I mean, you know. I guess that is yeah. explained. Hundred percent. Well, I don't know. I mean, can you? I mean, not, not uh, Gilmore versus Butler, but I got to think that Butler would have been better staying here than he I agree. But I, well, I think he's actually played well in Tennessee. Just, I mean, he started well, off rough. Um, he played better. In, well, he had he had a rough first half of the season when he first went there, but then second half of the season was actually one of the better cornerbacks in the league. Right. I'm a Butler stand though. I love him. I love him. I, I, I love everyone. Yeah, I still can't wait to find out what happened in the Super Bowl because that's such bullshit. So yeah, fun. Yeah, much I mean, not to talk about that, but I mean, we're, that's always going to haunt us. Hey, we'll, we'll, we will get there in, in 20 years of episodes. <laughs> we'll, we'll eventually get to that. I've got to think one freaking play from that guy. It would have changed everything. But anyway, I'm so still happy for Gilmore. Samuel. Yeah. I'm still thinking oh, about that. Dude, time. yeah. <sighs> oh, we'll get there too. Jets, man, he had some great years there. Ten picks in one year, I think. So, oh, yeah. freaking Belichick, that sucks. Moves on too early before too late, though. That's Always true. Has. Well, isn't the most recent? Uh, I actually saw it today. The most recent uh, argument for Belichick, the um, the drafter or whatever, whatever you call team builder, um, screwing yeah. Belichick, the coach, was letting uh chandler walk oh yeah because he's four three or four sacks away from the the record this year right yeah man Arizona. but like that whole thing worked perfectly though because it's sort yeah. of like needed to happen for the team to build around like what they had and if you think about it like the the malcolm butler year that like he didn't play like we yeah they lost that one but then like we kind of made up for it and more i think so it's like, like you can it say is what it is, right? Like as yeah. Belichick would say, but um, yeah, Chandler's doing fine. But he was also on like synthetic weed, like naked running in like a cops like station. That was awesome. <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah, that's a crazy stuff. Out, like, right after. And that. the only reason I'm not saying about it, Trey Flowers is Trey Flowers hasn't had a big year this year. Otherwise, yeah, yeah. I'd be saying the same. Same thing exact about thing. Him. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yep. So that synthetic weed does put you in a weird place, though. Way weird. Yeah. What, the most I remember about this this game was that it was uh, it was college year. See, I'm saying too much. I've had you know, no. Whatever. <laughs> what else happened? Uh, yeah. So this yeah. guy's got his finger in my ass, right? Wow, wow. Watching the game, having a couple beers. Out with Michael Jackson. Okay. <laughs> or Jerry Sandusky, apparently. Any of those guys. Kissing your butt off. This is in Indiana, Penn State. Uh, I remember this game the night before. It, it was the first time that I ever like really drank, and I was hanging Ooh. out with some some older people at the time. I think I was I don't know young young in, in college, whatever. Yeah. And so um, we had played uh, like some card games or so. I don't know what it was. Maybe it was asshole. I have no idea. They basically like destroyed me. They thought it was hilarious. I didn't think it was so funny. And <laughs> I remember I had like some assistants walking upstairs. I think I threw up all over the bed. It was a great initiation to drink. Oh, it happens. Yeah. Um, but the next day there. was this game. And I remember like like laying down on this like chair. The game was going on in the background and like the announcers were making me nauseous. It was like a lot <laughs> that every smell was coming in there. I was throwing up like with every like Patriots play. And uh, I remember that. So I don't know if you, guys, fond memories. I don't know if you guys have memories like that, but this one is very vivid in my mind. Yeah. We've talked about my memories of Penn State or lack thereof. Oh, yeah. So. You talked about taking off a shirt. I mean, you, you already like admitted to not being a part of that whole thing. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Allegedly. Story. That was about it. You didn't drink till college? I didn't. No. Me neither. Really? Man. Greg, what was your first like beer outside of mom and dad's purview? Uh, like a sophomore in high school. Well, it wasn't so. Really? Yeah. First time I smoked weed and drank was the same night. Whoa, really? Yeah, Jeez. for house sitting for someone. And they had a dog, and I was so stoned, and I couldn't get weed in the and I really got in my head. <laughs> so you don't like dogs now? Dog's a cop. <laughs> Fucking dark. Mine was with uh, Andrew and Nick. He like got a. We were just outing a whole bunch of motherfuckers. I may have to cut this shit. He got a. a well, just bleep it out. Just bleep it out, man. Got a bleep six it pack out. of Coors Original, put it underneath a wheelbarrow in his yard. <laughs> As you do. Warm Coors Banquet. Do you have any fun first first stories? Uh, first beer. I don't fucking know. Yeah, because I mean, like, I remember, I remember the first time I blacked out and not realizing that. Oh, you always thought like, oh, I didn't remember anything last night. You're like, yeah, 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 me either. <laughs> and then I actually blacked out. And I remember looking at texts that I had sent and being like, oh my yeah. God, I don't remember that at all. Like blacking out is real. I mean, as you got older, that didn't get any better. So yeah. it pretty much, uh, I stay away from that nowadays. But uh, it's- <laughs> the next thing you know, you get picked up on Route 1. Right? That <laughs> happens. I've been there. Yeah, don't ever drink. Don't drink. Don't ever drink. PCP, probably. Yeah, that's a no-no. Yeah. Make sure you ask before you and do. If you're in that situation, just talk yourself. <laughs> <laughs> or call friends. Call, yeah, call your, call your mom when you're taking. Call your mom. Yeah. When in doubt, call your mom. Call your mom. If the conversation is right, because <laughs> it is. And don't play in the NFL while on PCP because that ends poorly. Well, I mean, he did pretty good. Pro Bowl. Speaking of Pro Bowlers, Tom Brady in this game. How'd you think he did? Well, I didn't watch it, so I'm not entirely. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm sure that I was here in surprise that Greg did not watch his game. For the record, there are at no the end hands of the, At the end of the first half, the commentators are all about Brady. They're like, he's the... And I was lapping it up. 
He was precise. I mean, he was. He's good. The thing that I I thought was crazy about this game and very un Belichick like is like Brady was actually lights out, but like there were a lot of great plays that were called back for penalties. It yeah, like it was happening all the time. Where the commentators, to your point, yeah. Steve, they were on on that as well. Where they're like, "What the hell is going on?" They were pissed. A minute, a minute has gone by, no penalties. Imagine that. Oh no, I, I have the quote. Sexy. I wrote the quote down. Uh, it was uh, haven't seen a flag in a minute or two. Oh, yeah, and like, then the other guy's like, they're going to need umbrellas down there. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> for all the flags. And there was even like weird ones, like a, a fade pass to Kevin Falk in the end zone. Yeah, oh, that was a nice oh, throw. Yeah. Right? Dude. Yeah, great throw, but like, who called Kevin Falk like, running the fade yeah. route, yeah. It's like great about that play, and that's like another Belichick thing that he was toying with. He, so Brooking was like kind of like wreaking havoc. Yeah. And so they sent out like Kevin Falk wide to like, isolate him with like, yeah. Brooking and like the outside and the, the announcers were like again all over Belichick like oh my god this car whatever and uh, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it worked yeah it's a perfection but it was like I guess that wasn't a thing to kind of like, isolate yeah. you know linebackers with, like running backs yeah yeah yeah, yeah. that was pretty cool I mean I don't I like the isolation but like a fade route to Kevin Falk it seemed weird to me I don't think I've ever seen that again. I don't know if I've ever seen Tom Brady throw a fade to a running back. He must have thrown one to James White. Was it a fade fade, though, or was it kind of just like no, it was a, a fade, like, fade, like hard? It was like right over the top of the guy's like. It was a great it's ball. Right. I mean, Kevin Ball is 5'8". He's yeah. deep tight. <laughs> Makes no I, mean, sense. I don't know, but to their credit, he wasn't even looking. So part of the, the what I've enjoyed about this uh, this season is that I have no recollection of <laughs> so for me it's a little bit of a treat so just that's please. true I had no idea what to expect with right, this game exactly I'm like oh shit I, 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 a few points oh, that's because you were blacked out Mike <laughs> we just went over this <laughs> <laughs> on PCP yeah, for the whole thing one about it. game guys one game this week <laughs> yeah I think going to Steve's point um, it looked like and I think there was uh, something in, in the paper the day after about yeah. how like the offensive game plan was because the corners were so good for the Falcons that they were basically just going to give them that and just throw to like backs and tight ends the whole game. Right. And I think that was part like the Kevin Falk touchdown was part of it. Yeah, but you know what's funny is that like in commentators again were like pointing it out, Brady was like picking on Ray Buchanan the whole game. He really he was actually picking on Ray he Buchanan. Was. He was. Insane. Yeah, dude. Did you see like at the end of the game, like Brady waited for him to like kind of just like congratulate him? And, oh, like, really? Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, just I didn't see that. Kind of tell him like you know, obviously, good job or whatever, even though it wasn't. Uh, <laughs> That's why I was telling him. Yeah, yeah. I gotta say, like 2001 Brady confidence is my favorite thing about this season so far. Dude, he was like abnormally. Confident. There, there was I, there was two plays back to back. The first play was they tried to flea flicker and Brady got sacked, I think. Yeah, he did, which is, which I don't think I've ever seen in my life, a sack on a flea flicker. No, maybe a pick or something like that, but not a sack or even an incomplete, but yeah, never, I've never seen anybody sack. but then the next play comes back and throws like a 30 yard dime to Patton. Like the next play, like not even phase that he got sacked on a trick play. Oh, I mean, he threw that, that uh, Troy Brown bomb in the second quarter. He just hung in there and just, yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Launched it. That's when the real dick sucking for Tom Brady from the oh, announcers. Oh, it did. That's yeah. the announcers. They were loving Tom Brady. They thought he was Although the best. During, like, you know what, you guys, during you guys this portion like, of the game, Vinatieri though, there was a stat where it said something like he'd never missed at this point in the dome up until that point. I think it was like twenty-two for twenty-two field goals, twenty-one for twenty-one extra points, something like that. He didn't miss it all. He kept it going. 
I'm, I believe much on Vinatieri as well. I believe you and me were at the game where he started missing. The first game he missed uh, a field goal indoors. Oh, really? It, you were hung over again, so maybe... No, I was not. Now you're going over. We're at Ryan's here. stories, and we watched... It was against the Texans. Oh, you weren't at the game. No, God, no. Oh, okay. We, we gotcha. watched a game together, it's, it's though. Possible. We watched a game together. Are you sure you weren't blackout drunk? I mean, I remember stories parties. I don't it know. happens. I would stay up arguing about politics, and you would be hammered, if I remember correctly. I was pretending to argue politics just to get on your nerves. So you want to talk about that uh, Brown touchdown? I think we probably should. Yeah, if we're talking about Tom Brady, yeah, like yeah. this is so. There was talk about what to call this play. Michael Smith in the Boston Globe the Dude, next I day. I got the OG right in front of me. <laughs> <laughs> yes. What do they end up with? Um, the so the quote is the immaculate reception is already taken. So rather than violate any unwritten copyright laws, what should Patriots fans call yesterday's moment of divine intervention at the Georgia Dome? And here are the options. The clean catch, the spotless snatch. My personal fave. Stainless snare or the pure puck. It'll be a pure Wait, puck. Snatch was like a thing back then, right? Like, hey. Wait, but snatch was like slang for oh, stuff, no, right? Still, that's like still that? slang. Hey, so, like, let me see if I can snatch. Right, so he knew that that like the spotless snatch. Spotless snatch, I feel like it fits this podcast. Really well. <laughs> that was a suggestion by a. It was a suggestion by a, a Boston Globe writer. Wow. All right. <laughs> Let me see a clam. <laughs> um, spotless snatch. Okay, yeah. But he threw that into triple coverage. That should have oh, been a got- pick. Ten times out of ten. It doinked off of someone's Dumb helmet throw by Brady. Well, dude, the, uh, the- it was a confident throw by Brady. Okay. <laughs> it was a fine line. And I felt that Troy Brown actually struggled in this game pretty heavily. I didn't think so. I, I, I mean, I think he made a few heads-up plays. There were like five receptions, I think, for like 99 yards and a touchdown. Something like, like that. that. So yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I mean, he did his thing. But on that play, though, what was funny is like – so Brady almost throws a pick. It bounces into Troy Brown's hands. He he runs it in for what twenty five, thirty yards and a touchdown. Of destiny, fifty yards? No, it was like fifty yards. Forty, it was, it was 40 yards, like forty five or fifty. Yeah, there you go. Plus some buffer there yards in the back there. So he ran it in. The commentators were going nuts. Yeah, I mean they were pointing out. They're like, Bledsoe was thinking, why doesn't that ever happen to me? Which I'm like, so many interceptions, you know, he never got one of those. <laughs> but then they close yeah. up on him, poor guy. <laughs> and then they close up on Brady. It's like, look at his reaction. Even he can't believe it. And it's like Brady basically like hands on his head. Yeah. Looking at Bledsoe as if like, that's not. <laughs> 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 like apologizing with body language. I'm like, oh, poor guy. Bledsoe's class act, man. Oh, Bledsoe's face on that. That was all. That was going to be my best, actually. Yeah. If we didn't talk Aww. about it, was Bledsoe's face. When, well, <laughs> well, yeah, because it. he's like, you got to be you shitting me. It was amazing. There was a bad throw into triple coverage. There were three guys there. It was like double cover and the safety coming over the top, the linebacker underneath the corner on the guy. It was just like, what are you doing? Oh, yeah, that, oh. I mean, I don't think I've ever seen anything like that again. But, yeah, it, poor Bledsoe, man. Like, uh. I think he was a class act. I mean, he was pretty much like a mentor throughout the season, right? Yeah, I mean, no commentators yeah. talk oh, yeah. a lot about that. So, I mean, I those don't know good commentators. Happened. Brady has been open. I think about like not open, but I mean, people have talked about how he's not the most helpful guy. Well, he, I think yeah, from what I've heard, he doesn't like to give up snaps in practice. Uh, 
in practice and stuff. Yeah. Because he saw what happened when he got you know, the like, opportunity. You, yeah. you do. Exactly. Yeah. He's had firsthand experience of what happens if you. Yeah. That's the thing. Yeah. It probably to be a really good athlete. Mm-hmm. I bet you gotta be kind of a prick. True. And maybe oh, yeah. that's a lack that he's actually like, you a know, that's, guy. that's a fair point. That dick yeah. trait, you know, that's fair. Yeah. I mean, and it, he doesn't have to yeah. be like the hugest dick, but enough to like secure his spot. Right. right. Didn't love yeah. Bledsoe. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> Hot take. Brady's a dick. Brady. <laughs> yeah. Is there anything else you guys want to talk about in this game? There's a lot, dude. Um, All right. Scott Chandler's face after that. Third quarter, first drive sack because just his face, the way he looked, he's like. You can oh, tell Steve doesn't this. recognize the guy because he called him Scott Chandler instead yeah, of Chris no, Chandler. Chris Chandler. Yeah. He did get destroyed. I mean, I, I even wrote down Scott Chandler. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wrote down like Richard Seymour like got a sack in there, you know. Oh, Richard Seymour's Good. sack was a grown ass man. Yeah. He just bodied that whoever that blocker was, just threw him out of the way like he's like. Chris Chandler, he got sacked like six times. Yeah, and then. It, in like three quarters, like he got sacked so much he had to leave the game. Dude, yeah. So he he left the game walking sideways. Yeah. And the visual, yeah. That, if anybody wants to look that up, it is like kind of. Uh, like, there's not anything like exactly wrong with him, but no. But he's but, bent over side. He can't straighten it's up. Like it's like it's like his yeah, kidney or something. It's not it's good. Not I don't know what it was. They did, there was no like reports on it or anything, so I don't I don't know what it was. At least not in the Boston papers, but it didn't look good. Like Otis Smith laid up absolutely. Oh, dude, it was one after another in this game. I mean, um, he did. Otis Smith, uh, he he came in so fast that the commentator actually yelled out, "Watch it!" Because <laughs> he's coming in on the blitz. No, and Bucky Jones had a few good ones. Uh, my notes are Chandler or Scott Chandler did not look like he was having fun <laughs> after that first drive sack, and then. Otis made sure of it. <laughs> it like he wanted to go out, especially when people were like, I think it was the third quarter and people were like yelling yeah. for Michael Vick. Vick like, yeah, they're chanting for Vick. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, when Vick came in, that changed the game. Oh, it did. But before that, I wrote down, because this is amazing, but like um, Brady was running the two-minute drill and time's going off the clock. Commentators are getting a little nervous. He has it under control. Yeah. Um, I wrote amazing time management because um, he killed everything bullet pass to like Mark Edwards. And then like, there's about 15 seconds left on the clock to give the ball. So that's when they were talking about, they were talking about how like the Patriots were like nobody for a long time. And then how they were coming up yeah. a couple other teams that were no names were coming up. They yeah. were talking about the parody of the NFL. I thought it was funny because they were right, but it's sort of like, wasn't right for like the next 20 years. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I also like that. Um, my favorite part of the two minute drill at the end of the half was Tom Brady doing the hard count. Beginning of the two minute oh, drill. Yeah, that was good. Like nobody does it anymore. Yeah. Again, the commentators are all over that. These are great commentators in this game. There were, but they did uh, one glaring issue. F- Feely misses a field goal, right? Yeah. <laughs> like the announcer's like the field goal is uh, wide left. The other announcer is like furious. He's like the kicker didn't miss wide left. The offense missed wide left. You know, if, they were, <laughs> if they got 15 more yards, it wouldn't been a miss. It would, they he had a good it. point though. Isn't that every kick ever? Yeah. No, they had I mean, like a dead fair, dumb penalty though. Well, they had like a dumb penalty, like yeah, a, they did, like a false start or something. Like, again, and his point was, if you kick it five yards closer, it doesn't matter. But he was a little too furious. So I'm like, no, nah, I think it was the kicker's fault. Well, too. to be I fair, mean, he missed from 58 and 50, so it's not like he was missing chip down, shots. Oh man, all right, like, <laughs> a 45 yard. Get with the facts, dude. <laughs> <laughs>
before we get to Vic's debut, I think that um, last pass touchdown where they went up like 24 to 10 or something like that, where like when Vic came in, it was kind of out of hand already. Yeah, 24-7, yeah. yeah. It was uh, Twan had a huge dry stutter. Like they hadn't done nothing in the whole second half. And then he had a like a fat run. I think he got a screen pass or something. Because he fumbled early too. He did, yeah. And uh, Mark Edwards did too at and some I point. I think that was right before that crazy Troy Brown touchdown. Yeah, it was that, that right. started yeah. the drive. No, it was the same so drive. Like, You're right. Twan got him from like their twenty to like the fifty on yeah, two. But plays. he had he had a he had like two or three big runs in that yeah. drive, and then it was the Troy Brown. Yeah, he had eighty-eight one seventeen in the second half. Yeah, and yeah. like probably forty of those were in the. In the in that one drive on like a run yeah. and a catch, and if he doesn't do those, then they don't have that thing, and then it's not twenty four seven when Vic comes in because Vic changed that game. It is funny though because Antoine Smith was like kind of campaigning, a, I a guess. Field goal in the fourth quarter. Hmm? What was that by, by managing a, a field goal? Well, in the they fourth got quarter? into the got red zone with Mike Vic back there, and then ran it with a running back three times in a row. So I have I, I wrote down the stat that um, Chris Chandler going into this game. He had more touchdowns and incompletions in the red zone this season. He had four touchdowns and two incompletions. In That's great. You say Vic? But he was hurt. No, Chandler. Chandler. Yeah. Yeah, he's saying so he had, if he had finished the game, they, if he had finished the game, this Vic game would comes have been in closed. the fourth quarter. Maybe. Vic comes in with that fourth quarter, hits that slant, right? That quick slant that turns into like a six-yard gain. Yeah. Where one of the DBs on the Patriots literally like dodged him. Dodge the guy instead of tackle the guy. Oh, yeah. It was William Malloy, I think. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. He just he, dove out of the yes. way. What was that? He, he's coming across from like the boom tower hit and just like. Yeah, and I think he blocked just, one of the pass guys. It's like, oh, step aside, turns his body. William Malloy just wants to hit somebody. He doesn't care what color oh, their jersey is. He hit anybody. He literally like <laughs> goes out of his way to not hit anybody, which was super frustrating. So they're inside the red zone, inside the 10, I think. And then they got Mike Vick back there and they just call three straight running plays with the running back. I don't know. Yeah, but you didn't know what you had, really, right? Uh, you drafted the guy number one overall. You know he's Yeah, plays in the playbook, like, you know what I'm saying? Well, they, they actually talked about that, how... They did. Like, Michael Vick was still learning the playbook, and he was, like, ways away from being able to run an offense, but they're going to put him in anyway, <laughs> basically. Though, like, I have here, like, nasty drive. Mike Vick, um, 35-yard run, right? Okay, then, same drive, 15-yard run. Right? Yeah. And then, like, it peters out. Slant, yeah. And then it was like, Lawyer Malloy sack. Otis Smith crushes him. To- <laughs> <laughs> the they, get a, they get a penalty, but they take him down by the face mask. Oh, yeah. Dude, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they just, he, like, lunges at his head, rips it off. They're just corner blitzing him to death. They just kept bringing the corner blitz over and over. That's how they knocked uh, Scott Chandler out of the game. Yeah, was bringing those, those defensive backs. So they backs, brought yeah. another one, just like he just couldn't get there, so he just reached out with his left arm and just face mask Michael Vick to the ground. But even outside of that, like I, I, I was like, basically it's written down that it was like a meaning, a meaningless, like Antoine Smith, like run the fourth uh, inside like the two minutes. So like they were just killing clock. Yeah. I'm like, I think it was Wiggins, like just like blast some dude for a block. Right. So even on offense, they were just destroying people. I think this is like the craziest, like blocking tackling, like game I've ever watched. And maybe, was, maybe it's it was, a game plan to beat Lamar Jackson too. Just yeah, blow just people up people and like screw the penalties. I mean, I I don't disagree with that. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. I mean, that, does that even fly in today's NFL though? They get thing. torn to shreds if you just committed to that. I don't you know? know. I don't know. But then again, like against they can the only Bengals, call so many penalties, right? Right. Was it wasn't well, that the Legion of Boom's yeah. idea? 
Well, and like the Bengals, like this year against them, like the coach was basically like the wide receivers got manhandled. So I, it yeah, that's right. Be a little bit of like how they used to play the Colts. Yeah. So I'm like, if you can set the tone early, yeah, maybe it works. I just don't know. Break their will early, and they're just not going to try. But yeah, I know. But like, I, I probably. It probably wouldn't be a good idea to kind of lunge at Lamar Jackson. I think, I think it's a difference. I think it's like, mm, way more physical back then. Yeah, yeah. you yeah. have the players to do that, right? You have players well, that are true. like quick, athletic. They're not like guys are going to light you up like Brian Cobb. True. You know, you don't think Dante Hightower wants to light I mean, somebody I think up? Patriots probably more than normal, but like Jamie Collins is not going and ripping someone's yeah, head yeah, off. Yeah, right? neither is KB. Those guys, like they're not. Lawrence guy though, he's he's a fucking grown ass man. Yeah. That guy, that guy arm tackles running backs as he's getting blocked. Yeah, Van Noy will dish out. Van Noy, yeah, he'll throw some throw some heat. I don't know, but yeah, you're right. Maybe yeah. I don't think that would fly. Yeah, they don't have that like lawyer Malloy sort of safety who's going to come up and just try no. to knock somebody's head off. Well, there was a there was a moment on like Vic's third or fourth drive when he'd been corner blitzed to death and they like dropped out and like he just did the old Sam Darnold saw it ghosts and like saw that pass rush and he like <laughs> threw it and like immediately ducked and like there was like <laughs> a guy like, four yards away from him. He got like he wasn't even close. Like he was play. clearly seeing like pressure everywhere but it was like textbook tackle like every time it was like waste drive into ground yeah that, i oh, mean that that's penalty now too, yeah. actually yeah. probably yeah yeah actually i have a note on here survivor is the only thing older than brady <laughs> 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 they're like because we usually don't have the commercials in it yeah right. there were some in this yeah, and I was like, Survivor Africa. And I was like, well, if they're on Survivor Africa, that means <laughs> can't be the original season. I also have, they're talking about two years in college football as like a short time for Mike Vick. Oh, you only played two years oh, yeah, yeah. in college. And it's now, it's, you look at his junior year, kind of. Yeah, yeah. yeah in 20 like, years, you're going to be like, you only spent two years at the XFL. <laughs> <laughs> well, like Joe Burrow's going to come out like real quick and everyone sees it come out just immediately in college. I mean, it makes sense, right? You gotta get money. Yeah. What was that dude that kind of like messed that whole thing up? Was it Maurice Claret? Maurice Claret, I have his oh, jersey. Yeah. yeah, that whole thing. Yeah. You have a Maurice Claret jersey? I have a Maurice Claret jersey. He got for like 15 bucks. I remember that. Yeah, the whatever that, that place like was in Lawrence. Rock. Yeah. yeah. Cool. It's dope. I also have, they were like, oh, well, you can't play can't pay two starting quarterbacks seven million dollars a year I, each. I thought that too. Seven, like seven million. Seven? Dude, seven. Oh yeah. God, <laughs> yeah. You can't pay one what? starting quarterback fourteen like, million a year. Didn't Bolden making five? That's crazy. Jared Goff making thirty. Jesus Christ. Like, yeah. Rex Burkhead's probably making five. Oh, yeah. Man. So many players. You know, like, oh, there'd be too much ego, or it's like, what, they all want to start. It was like, yeah, there's just not enough money to go. Million <laughs> each. And, like, that's the top end. So, like, what are the guys, like, just getting their heads torn off? Yeah, making? man. Yeah, so 20 well, years, man. That's Drew Brown, he, Bledsoe signed, what, like, 10 year, $100 million? So he was 10 million a year, right? 10 million, yeah. But, like, you would take? Like, maybe some of those years were, like, void. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm sure it was all backloaded and, and shit like so that. So you're saying two, so it'd be like 14 for your quarterback? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what the but salary cap was back then, in, but. Yeah. I mean, these are $2,001. I mean, yeah, still. exactly. Um, I had written that, like, uh, Antoine Smith had been campaigning for, like, 20 plus carries a game. Like, that was his thing, which. It's unfortunate that you need a back that has to have that many, but I guess it's getting the groove. I mean, I, I think Adrian Peterson was like the same way, but 
Yeah. Um, I mean, back then that was a big thing. Yeah. And I have that, uh, they mentioned that it was the first pass runner that reached a hundred yards since the 99. Yes. That's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. Who was, who was the running back? I, I wrote it down, but I don't, Oh, uh, it was Terry Allen. <laughs> yes. I have no idea. Yeah. <laughs> Terry. Yeah, I've never even heard that name. Terry Allen. Oh yeah. He was, uh, Marcus sounds. No. Third cousin. Retarded brother. Yeah. Uh, oh, drop. Oh. Hey, that's not a retard hey. shame. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> Terry, Terry, Terry is listening. I don't retard shame. I can use a brother. I know all about Terry it. Terry is listening. Shout out to Terry. No, I mean, Terry. Terry? Yeah. Wasn't he in the same era as the Marion Butts? I think he's on cameo. I don't remember Marion Butts. He's not objected. I don't Terry remember Allen? Terry Allen. <laughs> I remember Terry Allen. Briefly. Did, uh, did Jonas Gray ever get back to you? Natron means. Oh. It expired. You get five days, and if they don't, you get your money back. What? You got to try again. What are you doing nowadays? Uh, I was trying out for the XFL, believe it or not. I got a list of other guys. All right. All right. Who else we got who can potentially do our Uh, intro? Where'd they go? Um, My top list, uh, Marshall Newhouse. Oh, big. Yeah, I'm in on that. Dominic Easley. Mm, eh, less so. Uh, Dude, right, nah, that guy's terrible. Yeah. Well, he's just a nobody. Yeah. Joe's yeah. Was... Unless you're listening, then well, I Marshall know. Newhouse. I'm a big Newhouse guy because he's beloved because he was put in a tough spot. Man. He wasn't. He was. He's not good. I don't know if he's fitting for. But like he's not hated. It feels yeah. right. He's not hated. Like Flash. Right, right, right. Right. That's about yeah. exactly. Made you like what about uh, Ross Ventrone? Dude, that guy, I went a little uh, Jonas like deep dive, man. And that dude, like, Belichick ruined his life. <laughs> <Who? laughs> Jonas Gray. Really? Yeah, dude. Like, he, uh, I guess like, he had that huge game. What was it? 200 yards, four touchdowns uh-huh. against the Colts. 201, baby. Oh, 201. Because he, he does it in his thing. He says it's a 201 okay, club. Yeah. And so I guess what happened is like he set his alarm on his phone. The phone died and he went to, the, to practice late or whatever. So he, he was in the Belichick doghouse and then he tweeted. It's kind of like one of the first tweets that was oh, really controversial. I remember this, yeah. Where it was like they turn your back on you so quickly or something yeah. like that. And then basically, Perfect. yeah. I mean, he was never allowed to play again. Like it said like they would give him a couple of like, you know, carries here or there. He was actually on the Patriots, I think, for the next season as well. They basically just like they're like, no, you're not going to play, and then they shipped him out. I think to like the Dolphins or something like that. Yeah, I think he was like trying Someone to get into the XFL man. He like, you know, he didn't get picked up. I'm like, I feel bad for the guy because that's not like, that's not Belichick ruining his life though. No, and, yeah, and now he's, he's doing cameos for twenty yeah. bucks. Like, I just I got to think. I mean, obviously, like Belichick probably saw some other things in practice or whatever, but sure. I just got to think like if like his alarm went off or whatever the case may be, if like it you buying been that. I don't know, man. No. I've said that to a coach and I was lying. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Well, then I retract. What did you say to a coach? Just... I, uh, I took it for face value. I, got, I got drunk and I slept through the alarm and missed the bus to buck now. Huge game. Maybe he was celebrating. Yeah. I have no idea. Yeah. I have no idea. Yeah. Yeah. Would you like miss your car keys or something, Greg? No, I just... You know the whole team. Yeah, you don't. You don't even have khakis. The, you only the got whole jeans. Team got together, and uh, I wasn't there. And then, uh, shout out to my coach. He didn't realize till halfway to New York. <laughs> <laughs> he only figured out when I called him. He's like, "Oh, you're not on the bus." <laughs> <laughs> so, you boys haven't been here for this, but um, when it's been me and Mike, he's had a segment that I think he wants to introduce here. Well. 
the rest of you? I mean, basically what I found in doing this is that I didn't know as much about football as I thought I did. And sometimes the announcers say some terms or some things that I have trouble understanding if it's football or not football. And so I sort of bring to Andy, it's been, because he knows more about football than I do. And so, you know, he can explain to me, is it football or not football? Okay. So maybe you guys can help with this. Like last week, I thought that I was kind of like learning about these terms and whatever, because nothing popped up and we kind of discussed it. And I was like, nah, dude, I think I, I got this, but threw me for a loop again. Should we, I feel like we should bring mom in for this one. She'll tell uh, it to you. I, I, nope. You know? Nope. Yeah. Let's see what you guys think. First, right. And then we'll, uh, we'll address this. I mean, so these guys were saying, um, there's a few that I can rattle off here. Um, so Ambrose said, and this is what they were quoting him as. I like things a little tighter. Ray likes it a little looser. Is that football or not football? Who said that? Uh, Ambrose, cornerback. Uh, I was just confused. And who is he talking about? Ray. Ray, his like uh, probably Ray. His but oh. oh yeah, where he likes it's it not his a boyfriend. Tighter, but then Ray likes it. Oh, what? What was that? No, go ahead. Go ahead. Finish. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. So yeah. So he likes it a little tighter, and Ray likes it a little looser, and I don't know what that meant. Well, I mean, let's ask the uh, Jerry Sandusky expert. I think oh. I think it has to do with uh, coverage. Would be my guess. Wait. Well, I'll, I'll I'll hit you with another similar analogy. Okay. Um, different strokes for different folks. Okay. Hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah. But is that football or not football? I don't know. You tell me. I mean, it could be both. But, I, but when he's talking, he's probably talking about like where Ray gets right up on the, the receiver and like runs with him. Oh, Whereas gotcha. the other guy gives him a little cushion. Right, he right, likes right, to right. get physical. So okay. it's, it's yeah. tighter coverage versus loser coverage when playing off of the line as opposed gotcha. to on the line. Okay. Yeah. So if he gets physical, like the manhandle a little bit. Gotcha. Yeah. And the other guy likes to kind of see where, what things are happening. Yeah. Let yeah. the other person be dominant okay, and, and dictate right. the off. I got my face. Sorry. Um, next one. Um, when you're a hot quarterback, things happen to you. He was talking about Brady, and this is when hmm. they were kind of like really on on him a little bit. When you're a hot quarterback, things happen to you. So you happen to you or happen for you? I, see, because you had written it as happened for you, and maybe I misheard. That's it. Yeah, I heard happen to you. I mean, you could be right. I don't know. Maybe it's happened for you. When, I, mean, I mean, it changes it, right? Yeah, and that's what I was wondering. Because I'm like, what are they talking about? You're yeah. a hot quarterback. Yeah. What does that mean? I think I, that mean? I think the message is still the same. Well, I mean, I think in that same little soliloquy they're talking about they said if you have like dan marino and dan bounce or whoever crap quarterbacks that were on the bench you're starting the hot hand no, no sir. sir no sir that was another part but i know what you're talking about <laughs> where he goes if johnny unitas john elway and all five backstreet boys were on the bench you go with the hot hand which again that could play on that i don't know what he's talking about hot hand is it like it's like basketball term or like the guy wait wait wait, wait. Like crazy. talking about the backstreet boys i was just gonna ask the backstreet boys but think about the think about the term 2001 backstreet boys they were they were hot they're, in the streets they're, they're hot in the streets backstreet boys what is happening here they're hot in the streets i, I mean it must be that he's attractive right because i mean that, that's the backstreet boys that's I, I don't get yeah, it yeah but like, dan marino ugly shit these are handwritten notes, but he has bolded hot hand underlined. <laughs> 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 I'm just wondering. I mean, are they talking about football? Was that what it was? I don't think so. And that one, I, I would say no. We usually we get to yes, it's football, but I think in this case, no. Yeah, so I think they're just talking about the Tom Brady so beautiful that when he's riding the high. No, I mean, think about it, though. Like, no, I disagree because Dan Marino's ugly. I saw him in Ace Ventura. He was not not attractive. But it says Johnny Unitas and John Elway. Both studs. 
Studs. John Elway, literally. And the Backstreet Boys aren't studs? No, they are too. That's what I'm saying. I don't know what the correlation is. Studs of the is. boy band music scene at the time. So, I mean, they're talking about something else then, obviously. Yeah, I think so. I think that might, that might be slightly sexual, which is weird. Though They're ahead of their time because Brady, this was like pre-haircut. That's true. Like, you know, yeah, with the bowl cut. Yeah. yeah. So, all right. All right, not football. But do you think he was hot back then? That's what I'm Brady. saying. I don't I think was he's that, aged like a fine wine. Was he? Is that was what he hot known for? I mean, obviously he's hot now. Everybody knows that. Right, right, right. Yeah. Was he hot then? He had the he had the the butt chin, which I find attractive. He did, but he was also didn't he run like a five five or something? Like 40, I thought like, he was, I thought he was cute. Now he's hot. Yeah. Well, this okay. Day yeah. Age, I can't view him through the two thousand one lens without viewing him through the two thousand nineteen. That's also a good point. Fair. That's a good Fair. point. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah, he suffers from getting better. Um. So then I have another one doubling back on the soft hands because that one's double underlined right here. Um, <laughs> it, it says, he goes, boy, can't confirm. big soft hands in order to pull in a ball that goes that fast. <laughs> I'm like, what, what does that mean? Who is it? Do you know who that was about? <laughs> are, you just, are you just calling me through these announcers? I'm just trying to figure out football, dude. Bro, like, welcome to the segment. Well, I just, I don't get it. He has like a transcript of the game. He's control F hot. Softballs. You guys don't have to tell me. It doesn't matter. We can move on, but like. No, so, so do we know who this is about? I think it sounds like a, a larger gentleman, though. No? I think it might have been. I again, you've told me to like put context into these things, and like I didn't. As you don't. That's fine. Yeah, That's big soft hands, state. right? Boy, and he goes, boy, oh boy, boy, like it was oh, three O's. boy, oh oh three O's, boy. boy. <laughs> so big soft hands. I mean. Have you it's seen the soft hands on this? I, I think that's the, yeah. That's maybe kind it's like of a tight end thing. No. Yeah, because tight ends aren't really known for that. Right, so right. if it happens, like with Algie Crumpler running a, a four nine, it's one of those things where it's it's unusual for him to have big, soft, like supple hands, right. as opposed to the big gnarly lineman hands. Who sold me on that? That makes sense. So big, okay. soft hands yeah. in the future means like, yeah, and he catches, yeah, and he catches yeah. footballs. Cool. I think is is what they missed out on. So this one I did write context it was about Maurice Smith. He's Ooh. a big back, not as strong and bruising. He's a little faster hitting the hole. So he's a, he's a back, not as strong and bruising, which I think I get what that means. Yeah. Like he's, he, and he's a little faster hitting the hole. Football or not football. So he's a twink. Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't, I, geez. You <laughs> caught me off guard there. I don't know about that. I think uh, when they're talking about hole and uh, to talk about another one of Mike's keyword control F. <laughs> <laughs> twink. Uh, I, 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 I want to make the point that I think Maurice Smith is actually Antoine Smith. He just changed jerseys. First of all, oh, uh, so I, see. I think I see. the same people, Prototyper. same person. Yeah, yeah same yeah, person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They run the same way. Yeah, yeah. I didn't watch. So I had no idea who Maurice Smith was. He's Antoine <laughs> Smith. He just changed his name and and swapped jerseys at halftime. Yeah, well, um, Antoine Smith had like that big breathe right strip, so that would have been annoying to mm. change on and off all the time. I just rip him off. I mean, he he makes football money. I, I he goes through piles of them. But talking about, I think we've we've touched on this a bit before. Was right. Uh, we've mentioned gaping holes before. We have like mentioned gaping holes. That yeah. I think it's similar. I think it's um, we're talking about hitting a hole. Right. That's how fast a running back gets into the hole, like that that hole that the lineman created. The handoff. Are we talking all the, the way the all the way into the hole, or like how quickly he enters the hole? Usually, how quickly he enters the hole. Okay. Yeah. 
between getting the handoff and getting to the offensive lineman. Yes, the, the hole created in the in the defensive line by the offensive lineman. Oh, okay. So then that like leads into the next one where it's um, he hits the hole hard and drags defenders in, which. <laughs> oh, I'm trying to be serious this whole thing. I just cheesy and kill me. Now that, now that you point out that means, I get that this is football, so I feel yes. stupid just bringing yeah. it up. Yeah, sure. So, moving on. So, dare I ask, what did you think that meant? No, before no, no, it was football. Into the other one. How exactly would you drag defenders into other holes? <laughs> no, no, dude. I just, I told you, I don't know what That sounds like a Jerry football. Sandusky thing yeah, right there. Beers, I don't you know much about football, guys. Um, and then the the last remaining two, um, so <laughs> six of these. Oh no, two! Oh no, man, let's reset here. Okay, deep breath. All right, we uh, we have a lot of excitement down there, and this is about <laughs> Mike Vick. <laughs> I was wondering, not football. I Definitely not football. <laughs> I was wondering if they were talking about Ron Mexico. <laughs> God damn it. Couldn't even get through it. Couldn't get through well, it. Well, you see, the, the commentators watch it from the press box, which is above the field. So they're talking down there and all the fans. And, you know, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, we have a lot of excitement down there when he yeah. came into the game. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Wait, are you sure it wasn't Michael Vick just had an erection? Oh, boy. No, no they oh, had I thought we were saying we had an erection that's, about him. That's yeah. not what I was thinking, but that's Mike along the lines of what it could be. And I, I didn't. Did you not see Michael Vick's erection? No. Oh, there's, there's oh it no was dog, blatantly man. obvious. An anaconda. Dude, when he stiff-armed the guy with stiff. his, you know. <laughs> Jeez. It was, it was stiff. See, I'm glad I brought this to you guys because <laughs> it's a lot better. So am I. He says, um, which this threw me off, off guard, but like, then I looked into some other stuff. So um, eight different receivers Brady has hooked up with today. And I was like, oh, shit, that's a lot. <laughs> What does he mean by that? And then I figured, like, okay, how many yeah, receptions yeah. or whatever. Like, what do you consider hooking Right, up? right. But then I was like, wait a minute. Like, at first I was, like, thinking, whoa, if you hooked up with, like, that many people, like, was he dating anybody at the time or whatever? I don't know. And so. I mean, Giselle wasn't in the picture yet. So. Right, yeah. It was, like, his first year. So what, it is ambiguous. What was yeah. he doing? I'll give you that. Uh, Mike, were you jealous? I mean, how, how would you not make you feel? Like, I, I, so how did it make you feel? I've come to terms with the fact that Brady doesn't give a crap about me. <laughs> yeah, touching. Uh, maybe maybe all those letters, they someday. went unanswered, did they? Huh? All those letters you wrote him, they went unanswered? Uh, he did write a few, but it kind of didn't seem like it was handwriting. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. More of a cease and desist. Yeah. Well, <laughs> that one was uh back. Fun fact, Brady uh, was dating in 2001. Um, uh, Layla, Layla Roberts, 1997 Playmate of the Year. Ooh. Oh. Uh, yeah, it says, it says after the Super Bowl, though. So uh, I don't know when yeah, that relationship yeah. started. Oh, so maybe not. Yeah, Layla Roberts, 1997 Playmate of the Year. Is this Atlanta game? I doubt it, though. Well, dude, well yeah, I don't know about like at the game, though. Uh, I know this is around the time he's hanging out with Trump and doing that like whole stuff. Like, Was he? Yeah. At that point? Yeah, yeah. I think so. So, and then in 2002, so that relationship ended, he started dating Tara Reed, which I think we all know about. Uh, yeah. um, but at that point, she had done American Pie. She had done Big Lebowski. Yeah, know. she was a big name. Yeah, so then he broke up with her, and I was wondering, I just watched uh, Sharknado 6, and she's in a just big player. In the movie movies, and I'm just wondering if he regrets that and if he likes the movies. So, 
If we have him on, that, that'll be the yeah. first question we ask. Is he on cameo? Sharknado 6. No. Can you imagine asking that? That's a great question. So, Tom, now, now that we finally got you on this podcast after 10 years, uh, we, we, we need to ask you the question that everybody wants to know the answer to. Have you seen Sharknado 6 and what did you think of it? And it's yeah. probably Sharknado 7 by this point, too. Dude, there are Sharknado 12. Are you kidding? There's rumors that has not happened yet. By the I'm, time we get crossed. there, it'll be Sharknado 12. Fingers yeah. crossed. Dude, so, Tara Reed's like, if, I mean, spoiler alert, but you guys should have watched it by now. I mean, Reed is like a cyborg by the sixth one, so it, just check really? it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, have, you, have you actually watched it? It's fantastic. Nicely done. Okay. I've seen one and two. Have you? Yeah, yeah. yeah I saw the first one. Amazing. Yeah. It's something. So we're just plugging other podcasts, other movies. Sharknado, yeah. Um, like we're showing that we're well-rounded people, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> but then, um, so uh, well-documented uh, split, 2004 to 2006, Bridget Moynihan, um, yep. Coyote Ugly, all that other stuff. I had a kid with her. At, it was a little whatever. Didn't she name him his initial or Jet? Was it? No. I thought it was yeah. Tom Brady. No. Uh, yeah, their kid is like no Jason Edward Thomas. Get out of here! Something more. Are you serious? Something. What a dig! I didn't know this is a hot take. I thought it was like Tom Brady named his first kid after himself. Who gets naming rights? Probably Bridget. I think. Yeah, I don't know. All right, keep going. So, back. well, so can I add something? Well, to yeah, the, I'm curious uh, what Andy was going to find. Layla? Yeah, yeah, man. yeah, I just uh, looked her up for research. John Edward um, Thomas Moynihan. Jet. Wow. That's a dig if I've ever heard one. Yeah. Jet him. Um, during that time when he dated her, yeah. also linked to Vin Diesel. Get out of here. Mm. Who was? Tom Brady. Layla. Oh. Tom Brady. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were talking about Tom Brady. I'm like, what are you talking about? Now this is we're some, talking. This is some New York propaganda. This just got right spicy. Opposite ends of the spectrum, though. Hey. Vin Diesel, Tom Brady. Um, and then um, for a brief stint before Giselle, he apparently, allegedly... Dated a Patriots cheerleader who ended up, I don't know if she's married to him, but I think she's still with him, Lonnie Paxton. Oh, nice. Really? Tying it back to your boy. My boy, Lonnie. So, dude, and, Lonnie uh, playing Kevin Euclid. If we're going to tie this all or not, Kevin Euclid is married to Tom Brady's sister. He is, yeah. So, I don't know if that's informative to anybody out there or anybody cares, but here we are. <laughs> all right. And coincidence? Never mind. No, go ahead. Nope. We can edit it. We can no. edit it. We're going to have to cut it out anyway at this point. Yeah. No, I can't say right. it. Yeah, He's censoring himself. Take the that's, mic away and then say it. Yeah. Just say it to big. us in the room. I'll cut it out. <laughs> and there it is. What's the saying? It's not gay if it's Tom Brady? Sister, mother, brother, whatever. I mean, we, I, we do have to have that guy on the podcast that I know that did have that yes. relationship with somebody who did why, 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 spend some time with Tom Brady. Are you on the same website? I cannot confirm or deny. Let's do best and worst. Steven. Uh, best. Richard Seymour's first career sack. Oh, he bodied that fucking... Mm-hmm. And <laughs> first of many. Yeah. First round pick. Took him week eight to get his first sack. And it was a, it was a brutal one. And he's going to have, like, how many more at the Patriots? hundred more. I don't know. Is that maybe? Yes. I love your style. And for the Raiders. Yeah. And the worst... Richard Seymour, 6'6", 305 pounds. Oh, yeah. But he's like the, the true, like, you know, where the edge defender was going at that yeah. point. 
the new defensive end. Which they got a shit ton of crap for drafting him yeah. because he, small, he was right? yeah, too tall to be a defensive end, but too big to be a outside linebacker. Some bullshit like is that. he going to be a Hall of Famer? He's on the cusp. Probably. Eventually, yeah. Hope so. Patriots Hall of Famer for sure. Yeah. Oh yeah. If he's not already definitely. I was he worse. The lawyer Malloy just <laughs> let me get out of the way on yeah, that. That's perfect. That slant route. I was just like, what are you doing? I hear you. And your lawyer Malloy just just body him, man. Like if, I think what his thought was like, I don't want to hurt my own player too, but like it's Lawyer Malloy. I don't know if those thoughts ever occurred to that. I guy. know. Just like this body him. He almost out. hurt his own player anyway. Yeah. I had a chance to tackle it 20 yards early and you, you just, just literally dodged the whole play. <laughs> All right, Mr. Mello, best and worst. Um, I got to go best. I got to go twofold here. It's a hustle. It's a hustle double. All right. Um, there was a play that um, was going to go for a touchdown that Ty Law cuts across the field. He runs like 40, 40 yards, oh, I think it was. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, and saves that yeah. touchdown on that play. So that was pretty, um, pretty great. And then uh, Vinatieri also did the same. So to kind of call back to an earlier episode we were talking about his athleticism, yeah. he, he pretty much put it down the field and like knocked the guy out of bounds to save another touchdown. So kind of two, two good hustle plays, I thought. I missed that episode. Was that the one where you guys pulled up that him running down the Cowboys returner? Yes, uh, yeah, you mean uh, Herschel Walker? You mean yes? Remember, I was hating on you. I was like, "Doesn't know yeah, it's true." Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Uh, you, I was wrong. Motherfuckers, a incredible football player, not a kicker. <laughs> football player, incredible. Oh, yeah. We have not seen this. Just YouTube, Benetary Herschel Walker. It'll come up. It's amazing. It's the best kicker ever. I've never seen anything like that. Um, and I think I'm going to bypass the worst moment because I didn't really have one. I was, I, I, you know, for the holiday season, I think like I'll, I'll be nice, but an honorable mention, which is not really the worst play, but I thought it was worth noting is that the first time I've seen we pull Bledsoe, um, and which I saw in your notes that you kind of mentioned this sort of play as well in the same fashion is, uh, you know, uh, he, he basically like. Brady chucks the ball like no look over his head to try to complete a pass as he's falling down and it ends up being almost a reception. It was an incompletion, which I know Bledsoe, it would have been a pick six for sure. Oh, easy. Yeah. Yeah. It was was the first time I'd seen him do anything remotely close to that guy, which I mean, he was being mentored by him a lot at that point. So so he picks up some bad habits. Yeah. Just chuck it over your head and over the best. (laughs) Yeah. That was rough. All right, Greg, that's some worse. All right, so um, my worst, I'm going to kind of go back to that Boston Globe thing we were talking about earlier, the spotless snatch. <laughs> I mean, dude, all, Michael Smith, all four of these are bad. Clean catch, good. spotless snatch, stainless snare, pure pluck. I mean, that's he's a writer. Got to do better than that. You have to do better than that. Probably an English major. Snare was one of them. Yeah, stainless. That's snare. worse than spotless. Sure. Snare. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> mm, for a porn title, yes. Yeah, we need you, Mom. Yeah. 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 Oh. We're, We're finishing done. up. The, my worst of the week is my mom kicking me out of the gosh darn room. We'll be uh, five, minutes. five minutes. Yeah, we'd be finished already if we weren't for all these interruptions. You don't have to. We'll get you later. We'll do a real one. We're already on hour three. All right. So my uh, my best. Um, so I have all I have the newspaper clippings from that day. That same day, 
Um, Arizona rallies in ninth inning to dethrone Yankees. Kurt Schilling oh, versus Roger Clemens in a Game 7 World Series. Diamondbacks won on a Hell yeah. on off Louis Gonzalez single. Yes. That's a great That's one. Same exact day. Wow. On, man. World Series Game 7, same day. Wow. Yeah. Kurt Schilling. Schilling versus Roger Clemens. Fucking the yep. Yankees. Love it. Red Sox legends. Kurt Schilling against Red Sox Denying legends. Denying the Yankees their fourth World Series in a row. Ooh. Oh. Yeah. Wow. Damn. Dark years. <laughs> so <laughs> the start of one dynasty was the finish of another. Ooh. Ooh. I like that. Writer over here. All right. Yeah. Take notes, Michael Smith. Wait, wait. You, you clipped out a news, news article and put that in your book? Yeah. yeah. About the Patriots? Are you just talking yeah, about Yeah, I think I must have been hyped on it. It was the same day, so I was like, I got to throw this in here. Yeah, because I hated yeah. the Yankees, too. I mean, how, how many Yankees sucks chance were that the Patriots' uh, right? first parade? Yeah. Like, all of them. All right, my best and worst. Uh, my best, I think, I have a few. I think I'll go with um, Brady with his first ever third and short QB sneak where they emptied the backfield and had him do the quick QB sneak. First time we ever saw it, first of many that he would always convert. Change the game. Now has a 1,000 yards rushing, one yard at a time. 20 fucking years later, he's a 1,000-yard rusher, and it started there. What Ish. is his average yards per rush? Because he has all the kneel downs for negatives. His, his longest rush is like 18, 19 yards. Like his average has got to be like one yards and a half. It's not a lot. Um, oh, also... Uh, honorable mention was Terrell Buckley up at wide receiver yes. and getting a pass to him on the streak play early. A little weed off and see it go see that way. Gilmore. But the Patriots always like a wide receiver playing defensive back. When Didn't the other we way just around. do that in the Bills game? No. Do we do a pass to J.C. Jackson, right? I don't think so. I don't think so. I so. watching different games. Maybe I was just drunk. Yeah, <laughs> although I wouldn't be surprised if Gilmore does do something like that in the playoffs. Yeah, I would love to see Gilmore on the on the scout team as wide receiver and like. Oh yeah, they did say that because he's been playing a lot in. I'm pretty sure in, uh, they threw him a ball. Where he really so. ran a route. I don't think so. I'll double check, but I don't I think see so. It. so my worst, um, and this was probably my favorite worst of the worst this season so far. Yeah. Jermaine Wiggins, uh, he got a, a tripping call. I think it was like in the second quarter somewhere. And usually when you see tripping calls, they're usually like kind of borderline, like a guy gets beaten, just kind of sticks his leg out. Jermaine Wiggins flopped on the ground and just like the guy tried to beat him, so he like flailed his legs, almost looked like a dead fish, like flopping, and like tried to just kick the guy in the junk and missed and got called for that on that play, and the next play he had a false start like immediately afterwards, and you didn't see him for the rest of the fucking game. <laughs> yeah, wig. This is what the rest are talking about, all, uh, the commentators are all about the flags coming yeah. out. Yeah, yeah, but that was like one of the few legitimate flags. <laughs> it was so the bad. The Falcons had like a first and 25. It was just oh. brutal. Oh, yeah, well, it was brutal. Yeah, some of these uh, sequences were real bad. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The Pages picked up 20 yards on a third and 30 to set up yeah. a field goal at one point. See, kids, don't watch these games in the entirety. They're actually not that fun. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, if you can find the highlights, do it up. Actually, if you go to Paris hey, Dynasty Steve, Info, I'll know how to do I know. Lucky for us that there are no highlights of each game, I don't think, for the most part, the majority of them. So you need to listen well, to Andy's this. website has them all. No, there are. They're on the website, Patriots Dynasty Info. If Wait, you go to each game. Well, all the big plays. All the, all the highlights. Well, all why are you doing highlights. that? Nobody needs to listen to the podcast. Yeah, no, you don't want to listen. Well, but they do. You got to get the context because yeah. just – That's true. Troy Brown's miracle catch out of nowhere. Okay. I mean, oh, you mean you the spotless snag? Talk <laughs> <laughs> about the stainless snatch. snatch. That's fair. All right, let him watch <laughs> it. The cleanest clam. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I think we beat this horse dead enough. Well, I got, I got one more. I got one more surprise. All right. You already kind of blew it for me. Oh, good. I got, uh, Christmas comes early. Ooh, presents. Oh, what is happening here? What is this? It is, it is Christmas season. Oh, no. Oh, no. What now, are you doing? Instead of just one t-shirt, we all got a t-shirt. <laughs> We've all got Oh, my <laughs> God. Brownie Brownie the best. Wow. <laughs> wow, that is fantastic. So I had a bit of uh, issues with uh, licensing. <laughs> yeah, I originally put one picture of like one of those cool ones that you had on the website that like, like, oh, it, like you know what I'm saying? We had that oh, yeah, yeah. And they were like, no, I can't use that. Really? And then I found another one from Patriots Twitter. She's like, you can't use NFL logos or anything. And I was like, she's like, can't Wait, use that. Who is this? It was like the people at the t shirt. She was great. Shout out Hadriana. She was oh, no a shit. great sale, customer sales. For those who can't see, it is Bill Belichick. But no, no, he's the Pope. You he's take the, Pope. the Pope's oh, head off apologies. and you yep. slice in Belichick. And he's like holding <laughs> rosaries. It's fitting. It's fitting. Oh, yeah. Wow. Well, thank you. Andy's designed uh, Patriots Dynasty yeah. logo on the front. We may have to sell both of these on the website yeah. at some point. Wow. Thank you, man. Merry Christmas, guys. I love you. Merry, Merry Christmas, Christmas, boys. And Merry Christmas to all our listeners. And by that, I mean our mom, Mama Brown, who is standing outside watching us currently. Oh, yeah. So it'll be Christmas in July. And she will uh, get to re-listen to all of this as she watched it happen. So until next week. What is next week? Ho, ho, ho. Don't ruin anything for me. Let's see Saints. Is the Saints game? Or the Rams when they lose to the Rams? No. Well, we had to ruin it, Greg. I to check my... Uh, oh, I have her. Yeah, you can, can you check, can check your book. scrapbook. Oh, at home with the Bills, right? Correct. Oh, yeah. The one in six Bills will visit. Foxborough Stadium. You want a sneak peek? No, we don't want a sneak peek. Don't ruin it. Yeah, no, yeah, I know like, uh, it's going fresh. I was trying to give you like uh, one of these cryptic headlines, but they're all pretty. Uh, yeah, they're pretty obvious. Oh, how about this? This is a good uh, teaser. Many are taking hits for Johnson decision. Ooh. By Ron Borges. Lee Johnson? Oh, I bet that's really Borges. accurate. Oh, we didn't even talk about the punters. Ah, next time. <laughs> ah, see you guys. <laughs> I had a note. One, one last note to end this on a punter note. Well, I have a punter note as well. This is how it starts. Chris Moore. Chris Moore, the punter of the Atlanta uh, Falcons, was averaging less than 30 yards a punt. And I wrote, Where's Lee Johnson when you need him? 
I know. I actually wrote that fucking too fatally jokeless. I feel like punters are punting the ball further now. Oh, they are. They're like, oh, yeah. like, oh, he's averaging like 40 yards a punt. And I was like, well, that sucks. Dude, that punter and was they were like, What was his name? Oh, it's good. Jay Moore. Oh, Chris Moore. Chris, oh, yeah, right, Chris yeah. Moore. oh, man. Yeah, the comedian. Todd McClure. So bad. That comedian, Jay Moore, <laughs> is so bad at punting. Yeah. Scott Chandler. Scott Chandler. <laughs> all right. Merry Christmas, guys. Love you. Merry Christmas, Christmas to all Happy of you and your family and your loved ones. We'll see you in 2020. You betcha. Later.